Hi guys, welcome to Open Heart Podcast. In this episode, I will be sharing two folktales. And the first folktale is Nangami folktale. And the title of this folktale is Hanchibeli. So it goes like this. A ferocious wild boar once strayed off into a paddy field. So, and it began to destroy and munch on the crops of the villagers. Then one day the villagers decided to chase and hunt the boar down. So as they planned on attacking the boar, the boar arrived as usual and was munching on the crops. Then the villagers who were hiding in nearby bushes sprang out and their pursuit of the wild boar began. So as the boar was running away from the villagers, he was getting as fast as he could and the villagers could not catch up with the boar but there was a certain young man who was not giving up and he chased and chased the boar as far as he could and he shot an arrow which hit the boar in its hip but somehow the boar managed to escape and ran into a cave the young man still did not give up and followed the boar into the cave it was a pitch dark cave and as he entered inside suddenly a beam of light came flashing from the interior and when he tried to look what was the beam of light he could notice a heavenly creature seated on a cloud the dense cloud did not let him get a proper view of what the creature creature actually looks like. Then the heavenly creature finally spoke and asked him who he was and that was he the one who killed his beloved beloved boar. Terrified, the young man could not think of anything to reply because if he replies that if he admit to killing the boar, then who knows what will be the remains of him. So in a desperate need to say something and to save himself, he a quick thought just came to his mind and he simply blurred out saying, Oh heavenly creature, I have come here to ask for your daughter's hand in marriage. When the creature heard this, he was overjoyed and he showered showered the boy with grand and heavily embroidered clothes. He then summoned his daughters and asked the young man to choose a wife for himself from his daughters. So the eldest daughter, she was an ugly woman, but she was dressed in beautiful clothes and gold ornaments. On the other hand, the younger daughter was a stunning lady but she was dressed in rags of course the boy chose the younger daughter and was married to her with the blessings of now the the heavenly creature who is now his father-in-law now he carried the his wife in a beautiful basket on reaching the village he kept the basket just outside 
his house as it was the tradition of the village not to bring his wife into the house without the blessing of his near and dear one so he kept his basket just outside of his house and he happily went to call all his relatives and parents and his friends when he happily went to call all his relatives and friends and parents hunchibili and ugly evil wicked woman who secretly secretly wanted to marry the man had seen everything and she decided to switch place with the lady in the basket so she opened the basket and threw the lady who was inside into the river and took her place in the basket by the meantime the young man arrived hanjibili was already sitting inside the basket pretending to be the wife unaware of what happened the young man opened the lid of the basket to present his beautiful wife to his parents families and his friends to his surprise the woman he had found inside was an ugly woman and she was not the wife he had chosen and although shocked he had to marry her in order to prevent his family from becoming a laughing stock meanwhile his original wife who was thrown into the river turned into an orange seed that somehow found its way into the garden of her husband she quickly grew into a beautiful tree and became one of its fruit one day the man noticed the beautiful tree and more specifically he noticed the peculiar orange fruit that seemed to pull him closer but kept him ha- starting to hate his wife hanjibili once the fruit was ripe he plucked and stored it in a basket and as days passed by he became so busy that he had forgotten all about the fruit every day when the woman hanjibili and her husband went to the paddy field A beautiful lady would emerge out of the basket. She would tidy up her husband's bed and dump all the waste and even cow dung on Hanchibili's bedside. And it went on for weeks and weeks. Notice noticing this scenario, the man the the man decided to unravel the mystery. So when his wife Hanchibili went to the paddy field to work, He decided to stay back hidden and try to see who always tidies his bed. So, and when he was hiding, he saw a beautiful lady emerge out of the basket. And when he looked closely at her face, he was stunned to see that it was his real wife. He jumped out of hiding and he caught her. When he asked her, what happened to her and why did she disappear she narrated the whole thing to him and after listening to his wife he was so angry that he decided to kill hanjibili himself
When Hanjibili returned home with lots of firework in her head, the young man took his dagger, stabbed her in the chest, and an arum plant which Hanjibili had taken care of got stained with her blood and it turned red. So to this day it is believed that whenever a man sees a red arum plant, he becomes angry for no reason. So this is the first story that I wanted to share with you all. So the second story is a Ziliang folktale. So by the way, I'm from the Ziliang tribe from Nagaland. So this is kind of, you know, my tribal history of the past. So this is a love story about a lover and they are quite popular among the Ziliang tribes. So it happened like this. Once in a village called Wanronglang, it's in Tamenglong, Manipur now, there lived a poor orphan boy named Meiryang, Meiryang, okay, who looked after himself from a very young age. He was taken in by a widow who had just lost her husband and she had a daughter named Lubonai. So right from their childhood, this young boy and the young girl were very fond of each other and they would spend time together while going into the forest to collect firewood while their mother went to the paddy fields. On one occasion, Meiryang, the young boy, asked Lubonai whether she wanted to marry someone from their village or from other village. She was very angry. She did not respond and when he told her that he would allow her to marry someone else, she became angry and she beat his arm. Then this made him realize that she loved him just like how he loved her. After many years, Meiryang, the young boy, grew up to be a fine man of good values and was respected in the village. In those days, the strength of a man determined his status in the society and Meiryang proved to be the strongest of all the young men in, the, in his village. So the elders made him the head of the Kangchu which comprised of a group of young men from the village and he became the leader of that. Lubonai, the young woman, the young girl, also turned out to be a lady of good character and she was widely known for her beauty. One fine day, a gentleman from a neighboring village came for a visit. His name was Mulianga. He was a champion in his village and was much richer than Meiryang. Meiryang, the champion of Bonronlong and Mulyanga, decided to test their strength by having an arm wrestling. So, in the first round, Meiryang lost and in the second round, he won again. But the visitor, Mulyanga, 
He was not content with the result and he challenged yet again. After quite a struggle, Mei Ryang finally won. However, word spread that the visitor had not come to only challenge Mei Ryang, but also he had a different purpose for his visit. And his purpose was to visit Lubonai, who was widely known for her beauty, to see her with his own eyes. He came to visit her. So shortly after this, Mulanga was impressed by the beauty and was taken aback. So his father came to ask for the hand of Lubonai in marriage for his son Mulyanga from the neighboring village. Lubonai's mom, being a widow who knew about hardships, agreed to marry her daughter off to this young, rich, and respectable man. But she did not tell her daughter yet. Lubonai was not aware of this and had and had she been so, she would have never agreed to the marriage proposal. The marriage ceremony was set for the day after the harvest. Then Mulyanga occasionally came to her village and kept visiting her, and so this made her suspicious of the situation and when suspicion turned to truth she asked her mother about it her mother explained to her that that she had suffered enough and it was for her own good that if she didn't obey she would commit suicide lubonai had no other choice than to listen to her mother but her heart was broken and she shared her sorrows and her woes with her childhood sweetheart, Maryang. Maryang told Lubonai that it was their fate and it destined them to separate from each other and also reluctantly gave his best regard for her wedding and he departed. While leaving, he cried and wept his heart out since he promised himself that he would never see his deeply beloved Lubonai anymore from the day onwards. He would not have anybody to watch the sunset together now, nor would have someone like her to share his thoughts with. Since Marian was an orphan, Lubonai was the only person he got attached to and there was nobody else around him who could understand him better and seeing her leave would be such a heartbreaking moment that he decided not to be present on the day when she will depart soon enough he knew that they would be walking on different paths of life though he loved her very very much he gave into the idea of marrying Lubonai off to a richer guy since that would make her suffer less and live her life in the comfort of her husband's wealth. Then the time for the harvest came 
and Maryang finally went to his fields for the harvest. And as the marriage was supposed to be just days after the harvest, the elders of the neighboring village came for Lubonai so that they could take her from her village to the uh, to the place where she is supposed to get married but before that she decided to pay her lover Maryang a final visit but he had not yet returned from the harvest luckily for her she met a woman who was on her way to the fields and she asked the woman to her ne necklace to be given as a farewell gift to Maryang. However, when the woman reached the fields, she could not find him and she left the necklace in his barn and she went away. Later, when Maryang came after the harvest to his barn for lunch, he saw the gift and he knew that the necklace belonged to Lubonais, and seeing this, he ran all the way back to the village only to know that she was already gone. He then ran along the path all the way to the neighboring village in the hope of catching up with them and to finally and finally have the courage to take her back but soon realized that they were far gone and he called her name loudly in exasperation. Lubonai heard her lover's voice echoing in the valley and responded but it was in vain. He was too far behind and he would never be able to catch up with the gang of men who had taken her to be married to a man whom she didn't love. So it is a love story which began and end within their own little valley till date those mountains still shiver with the chilling echoes of the names of the two lost lovers, Maryang and Lubonai. So that was the two folk tales that I had to share. I just want to thank you guys for any one of you out there who is listening to my stories. Thank you. And if you have any reviews or any opinions that you can that you want to give, you can even DM me in my Instagram account which is ipuziliang i p e u lodesh Z-E-L-I-A-N-G I would love to hear your feedbacks or on how to improve my podcast which I have just started. Thank you so much guys and I will see you with brand new stories next week. Till then, take care.